Hey, everyone. Hi. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Alice. Hey, Reza- now. Greg, what are you doing here? Hey, what do you mean? What I- Allison, where did you, you come from, Greg? I came from the world of childish, and I just want to make sure that your listeners know that you're just as wonderful on the, on the other podcast you do. What if they don't have kids? Don't need them. You don't need them. A lot of our listeners actually tell us they don't have kids. We talk about sex. We talk about all sorts of dirty stuff, but also parenting stuff. Yeah, so. Check out Childish, new episodes every Wednesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. This episode is going to be unlike any other in that I'm unclear whether we're going to be able to finish the episode without a number of interruptions. Um, I'm going to take a rapid COVID test on air and I will explain why. We may have to take some breaks as we're going. Uh, but allow me to explain everything. First of all, hello, Daniel Klotz. Hi there. How's it going? Um, it's going well. Not really. It's going okay. I mean, you know, listen. Uh, we may have been exposed to COVID, even though we're and we're vaxxed, but apparently that doesn't do you much good anymore. Right. I mean, good spirits, all things considered, is I guess what I would say. Yeah. Because people are still waiting to know how I'm doing. You're you're eager to move on. I can see it. No. I can see the the motivation in your eyes to breeze right past this important part of the show. Here's the thing. I'm doing fine. There. Okay. Well, can I give you a little pointer? Mm-mm. I got to give you a note. No. A note. I have a note. It just came down from on high. What is it? The overlords of this podcast have a note for you. It is. Your chair is like six feet away from the table. Mm-hmm. So therefore, when you talk into the microphone, you're leaned really forward. Mm-hmm. But I think in the in an effort to do like a mic drop, you're like... I'm fine. And then you leaned back before you were finished talking. So it, the sound petered out at the end. And we, I'm we can't like, be having that. I'm like a professional, uh, one of those divas when they sing and they pull the microphone away. I, it's mic technique. Honey. That is what you lack. It's, Do you no, want me to I call Jeff? I, don't I will their... call Jeff Fox up and he will give you it's... a rash of shit. And Tony would too, but he's too nice. You done? I, when I speak, I have this voice where it's the intimate, hello, hello, everybody. How are you? And then sometimes I get fired up and I got to pull it away a little bit like this. <laughs> and then back. <laughs> I get what you're I saying. I don't want to blow your eardrums. It's mic technique. Look it up. Honey, I appreciate that. But this was not technique. This was you being done with your sentence before you were done. I wanted it to trail off. I wanted to. I wa- it was like I was doing a live Fade. You want to hear a really weird memory? So in 10th grade English, 
I don't know why we were talking about this, though. This is the kind of thing that, like, you could not be talking about anymore. But I feel like the prompt was, like, the girl was flirtatious or the guy was flirtatious. And we were supposed to, like, write half a page that illustrated that or something. And then I remember having, like, a big old convo where we were sharing different things. And one of the signs of, like, a really flirtatious girl was she would talk really quietly Oh, let me get, let me just, let me just inhale the mic, Daniel, because I've learned something from your mic technique. She would talk really quietly. So a guy had to like lean in and hear her. And then would she give him a little smoochie? No. Oh. I don't think so. Another weird memory from high school. Mm -hmm. Our Spanish teacher, he was a nice guy who invited everyone over for paella at the end of the year. However, he also, when he would talk to you, he would like pinch your elbow or he had this weird like what? habit of like reaching out and touching your elbow while talking to you. I just always was like, what? <laughs> I, there was, I had a little bit of discomfort. I, I don't know if he, I had a little bit of discomfort around him. But anyway, I remember in Spanish, he was asking this girl, do you give, do you have a boyfriend? Do you give your boyfriend a kiss at the end of the night? Besos. And I remember her, her name was Kimber. Yeah. She, she later got into a bad car accident, unrelated. Jesus. But she was so uncomfortable with this line of questioning. And why wouldn't she be? How do you know it's unrelated? You don't know that. It was years later. So? I don't know. Maybe You're she right. was driving along and then she remembered that right. moment. And she's, she's like, like, Besos, and then turned the wheel. And got the shivers. Yeah, it's possible. None of that would be okay now. It really wasn't okay then, but you know, it was just one of those things you sucked up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we have a lot of calls from listeners. Um, so let me just explain. It is Sunday. Normally, we record these on Friday. And we planned to have a babysitter this weekend. So uh, and she came yesterday. And she was going to come today. And we were going to record the show. However, we f- so we saw her yesterday. And then last night, she texted me and let me know that someone she had seen the night before sudden... Okay, so let me me back up. We saw her Saturday. Friday night, she saw someone. Saturday night, that person suddenly lost his sense of smell. And he had been somewhere where other people who are vaccinated were positive. He's vaccinated. He's yes. Everyone in this story is vaccinated. He had come from somewhere. Well, should I just say like where the environment that he was on in or no, is that too detailed? Maybe I won't. Um, Anyway, he had been around some people who had tested positive. However, that was like previous and he hadn't been that closely and he had been repeatedly testing and had been negative. But anyway, we had some rapid tests. So uh, she picked one up from us and he tested last night and his his test was positive. He's going to get that confirmed with like a actual molecular test. Although very recently he was testing negative. There there can be false positives. That being said, the uh, losing a sense of smell is... But like eight people where he was tested positive. So it's like... odds are he has i mean what are the odds of you losing your sense of smell right and it not being this yeah Yeah. so um so now we're freaked out 
because no, I, I, I I'm, say I'm, fr- freaked out. I'm a bit freaked out. I am I'm, on and off. I don't know. I'm not unfreaked out. Okay, last night I was definitely catastrophizing. It's funny. Daniel was saying, and by the way, I'm not really worried about Daniel and me. I don't want to get a breakthrough infection, um, but I trust that the infection, I mean, I trust that the vaccine, knock on wood, will keep us from ending up in the hospital. Uh, I'm worried about my kids who are not vaccinated. Now, usually it is not serious in kids, but there are exceptions. And if God forbid something hap- you know, something awful happened and it was all because I wanted a day to myself to like ride the bike and take a shower and blah, blah, blah. Like I'm just, I am, I am excoriating myself for having had a babysitter yesterday because it wasn't absolutely necessary. Um, and nothing, we haven't even found out anything bad yet. And I'm already like a feeling an intense amount of mom guilt. And Daniel was saying that his brain would not. Oh, oh here Hi comes there. Elliot. Hi, what's up? Come on. Come on in. You can come on in. You hear, tell, you want to, you want to tell the microphone? You want to say it into the microphone? Okay. So it's good. It's going to be this kind of show because we don't have any childcare today. Um, so anyway, Elliot, tell the microphone what's going on. My candle isn't working. <laughs> Okay. Why don't you bring it in? You want to bring it in and daddy will fix it? Yeah. It froze up. Okay. Well, bring it in and daddy can fix it. Um, Yeah. So Daniel was saying that his brain like will not allow him to uh, go to a dark place. Whereas in my mind, like my kids are already hooked up to machines. Um, I didn't intend to start the show that way. But Jesus. so anyway... Um, and I just feel like with something like this, what like you just can't fuck around. You know, it's funny because on the Thursday show, Dave Huntsberger was talking about his assessment of all of this, and he's just like, he's very, he's sort of a, a harbinger of doom about all of this. Like he feels like there's going to be breakthrough infections everywhere, and you should do everything you can to avoid it. Whereas Wendy and I, who have older kids are sort of comfortable with taking a little more risk. But now that I'm just going to pause this for a sec. Okay. I'm back. I forget exactly what I was saying. I think I was just saying that now that now that I am actually faced with like, uh Oh, we might actually um, be positive. Uh, I am finding the calculation different and I'm feeling like, maybe it wasn't worth it even though nothing bad has happened yet now also during that little break when daniel was fixing elliot's kindle um could you breathe less sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry sorry Sorry. during that little interlude daniel informed me that this is a very grim start to the show and he's very correct and i did not intend to be that grim i intended to be truthful and authentic but instead it got real dark real fast because my brain is an unfriendly hoary place and i don't mean hoary like slutting around i mean like h-o-a-r-y Anyway, uh, it's all going to be fine. We're uh, going to be fine. Everything's but fine. But I want to step in for a second. Okay. And, okay. 
so these are your fears. Yeah. And, um, you know, look, given the circumstances and how much uh, this is new and we don't, you know, we don't really know certain things and everything feels like it's shifting and um, all that. Um, like no one, it, one of the things that I, I feel is that people have trouble assessing the, the true risk and that, uh, that makes sense. Because how can you know, really, right? Uh, but can I just can I just jump in and say something real fast? Because I can already imagine the negative comments headed my way. Because um, people are going to be like, "Really? All you care about is yourself and your family? What about these people?" Blah, blah blah. Yes, I am worried about them too. But they are adults who are vaccinated. So you're talking about the people that we were in touch with. Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, we of care course, I'm concerned about them too. Um, I'm sorry they're going through this. But again, it's the children factor that's the part that's really freaking me out. I think who would get people all, who are vaccinated who would, are protected. Who would, who would criticize you for caring about the fact that we were but, but being primarily concerned with the fact that we were just exposed over the Those people who exposed Those cunty moms us. on the moms well, But group. whatever, they don't listen. Who cares? All right. So, And um, I'm sure I got some cunty fans out there. No, you don't. Mm, you, all, maybe. You, you don't. You don't. Well, the vast majority of them are wonderful. All right. I'm going to finish what I was going to say. I'm going to shut up. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, it's just us now. How does it feel? Um, here's what I want to say. Those are your fears. That said, um, with children, um, even if our boys were exposed and were to get sick from it, the severity for them just risk wise is incredibly low. Mm-hmm. It like this idea that somehow if they got it, they'd end up in an ICU. Like, yes, it's possible, but it really is a very low risk. And I'm not saying like, look, everybody has to make the assessment on their own. And it's, you're, you know, don't take my word for it. I'm not an epidemiologist, but, but um, I don't want to be putting fear out there that, like, I don't want to heighten the fear. I don't want to lower it either. It's like, this is just how you feel. If that's how you feel, go ahead and act on your best instincts. Are you talking to me or that? Yeah, you or anybody. Yeah. Um, But, you know, understand like, you know, Dave Huntsberger was like, you know, even if they get sick and are okay, that doesn't mean that they're going to be okay in five years. We don't know. So there's still a lot of things to consider. But this idea that somehow... Which I hadn't... I wasn't really on board with that level of fear. Well, yeah. And so, But this idea that somehow, like, we, we could be staring at, like, a week from now, one of our boys is on a ventilator. Like, no, that's insane. But that, I can't... But it's, like, in my brain. But one of the reasons my brain won't go there is because of, of how unlikely that is. That's all. It... I well, just I would like your brain. Well, all right. So anyway, that's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I want to say again, I, I yes, I don't mean to be alarming anyone. Um, I. It's just it sounded to me maybe because sp- I'm your husband and they're my kids. It sounded like you basically just pulled the the, the alarm and I just want to like pump the brakes a little bit. Like, yeah, I was trying to explain that that is where my head goes. Yeah, I I don't think that's realistic at all. It is 100% not realistic. But I want to say like that we I have done a a little bit of reading since last night and talked to a friend of my mom's who is 
a well, my mom talked to her and I whatever, uh, who is an ICU nurse and gets all the updates and is very on top of this and knows she's in the thick of it. And so it is look, the Delta variant is, I mean, it's serious. We're going to see real soon like numbers like we saw at the height of this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and just because you're vaccinated does not mean that you won't get sick. It just means that you probably won't end up in the hospital. Yeah, this is that's a paradigm shift for me that occurred in the last 12 hours right. because my thing has been like, let's just avoid this if we can. And the length, it seems that the lengths you have to go to 100% avoid it are not feasible for most people. And uh, it seems as though uh, there is a growing feeling that uh, everybody will eventually, because of how out of control this is, how everybody abandoned all, all of the precautions, and then there's you know half the country who just refuses to get vaccinated – that everyone is going to get it <laughs> eventually. Uh, and so I'm not saying go out and get it because of that. I'm just saying like, don't be surprised if a lot of people, you know, who are vaccinated or you start hearing about a lot of people who are vaccinated, who get like the flu symptoms because that's what it'll be like. Um, it's just that it won't be go to the hospital, get on a ventilator. It'll just be you get sick and it goes away. That's kind of what I've been hearing. But I, this is just what I'm hearing. Don't. This is not official anything. So I just want to – I do want to move on in a moment though. But I just want to say uh, to justify my freak out that I had in the early part of the show, uh, you know, as a mom and a human – and a woman and a person. Arguable. An but go American. Ahead. We'll stipulate these a things. A podcaster, a former Olympian, an equestrian, a swimmer, a javelin thrower. Oh, come on. Have you ever thrown anything? I threw a shot put in eighth grade. Not, <laughs> really? not very far. Was it like one of those duck pin bowling balls or something? I don't know what the duck pin bowling ball is, but it was like um, a very heavy ball that was around the size of a baseball. And you hold it up to your shoulder oh, yeah. and then you push it and it goes like... Oh, did you do know. the spin? Yeah. Discus, come on. Did that. No, no. Oh, is there a spin? There's a, there's that a, sounds a, There's dangerous. a spin movie, the shot putters. Not this shot putter. This shot putter just went... I like bunted it. Um, anyway. A bunt is a sports move, right? It's baseball. Yeah, yes. when you just take the bat and you just like gently touch it. Can you finish your thought, please? <sighs> Probably not, no. <laughs> um, I've just, yeah, as all those people, I've spent all this time trying to avoid this virus. So it feels like a failing. feels like a failing right now. I also would like everyone to know I have been drinking a lot more water. And that is why I'm the picture of mental health and health right now. Yeah. and this Have is, you noticed my water drinking, Daniel? No. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> this is one of the takeaways I took away, which is load up on C, vitamin C, zinc, get mucinex, cough drops, and 
drink lots of water. I personally like like I will, your I will be finishing this thought strong strong. I personally think that's not going to do anything, but I'm on board with it because it doesn't it certainly doesn't hurt. It helps to get your immune system strong, does it not? Well, yeah, but I just don't know that all that does any of that. You don't think that? Okay, you know what? <laughs> okay, anti science over here. <laughs> anyway. I'm going to take a rapid test on air because I have had a headache and a bit of a throat ache. Now, I have changed one of my thyroid meds and um, I have my period, if you must know. So, But you're the kind of person that's like, oh, my stomach hurts. Maybe I have COVID. No, I'm not. Well, you'll say some symptom that is not a COVID symptom and then you'll be like, I think I... Did I get COVID? Yep. Excuse me, sir. You just did this like last week. And I'm like, honey. I did? Yeah. Or just even days ago. And I was like, honey, you're on your period. And you're like, oh, yeah. I think it was yesterday. And I said, no, I it was before. No, no. It was days before. Well, I think. You're just. I'm just uh, you're saying. painting a picture of me as a hypochondriac. Uh, and I think I'm actually one of my better qualities. No judgment. Maybe a little. I, I'm a lot of things, but I'm actually not a hypochondriac. You're a moderachondriac, moderate chondriac. Really? You're like not you a hypochondriac. You think you have cancer all the time. You're, you're not a hypochondriac. Hypo. I know. Okay. Uh, it, but you're like... I complain about things, but I'm not a hypochondriac. Give me okay. one example besides that. Give me one more example. Well, I haven't really been keeping records of all the... It's just like a steady like background noise in our lives. I am a steady background noise in our lives. I don't lives. know. Look, I don't know. Let's but. listen to a call. Okay. If you would like to call into the show, 323-553-2331. Hi, Allison and Daniel. This is Isaac calling from Kansas. A uh, big fan of the show. I have been for years. Um, but I'm just calling to say that I'm doing really well. I paused it to say, must be nice. For the first time in like a year and a half, um, I'm vaccinated. I went to Washington State to visit my brother. Um, and it was really great to um, spend three weeks not living with my parents. <laughs> um, I've been living with my parents all pandemic, and I'm starting to... Um, really get ready to move out i've been seeing friends again um, and uh dating around and it's just been um i'm looking forward to the future again i should say so i love you guys uh by the way this is isaac bye congrats isaac that's great i mean i feel for all these uh young folks yeah um that's gotta be rough living with the folks just i would just say isaac like I don't mean to be Debbie Downer over up in this, but like, you know, for a while here, let's put our masks on when you're inside. Seriously. Like, let you know, I know I, I'm not ready to say everyone needs to lock it down and go back into quarantine, you know, especially, you know, I don't know if you're like young and you had right. to live with your folks for a year and a half and now you're finally, it's like, I get it. Um, but 
part of what like got this guy COVID that we were in touch with was somebody went to a party and everyone was vaccinated. So I would just say like the, the, you know, go out, see your friends, but be, you know, be smart. That's all I'm saying. Where your, where your mask? I, I almost want to just ask Tony to cut your response out. Why? Because you are being a Debbie Downer, and I feel that my the the grim beginning of the show is the the uh, lecture that they need if they really need a lecture. Okay. Live your life, Isaac. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not gonna cut it out. I'm not gonna you cut it out. You. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna censor I, you. You're again. not gonna hurt my feelings. I'm, I'm not gonna leave it in. I'm gonna leave it in. Oh God. I feel that that eye roll right there was contempt, which, according to the Gottman Institute, who they're real big on Instagram and everyone studies them, they uh, it's one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse of a relationship. It's contempt. Mm-hmm. Check. Um. <laughs> um Fuck! What are the other ones? Doing a podcast together. Check. T- t- having two young children. Uh oh. And um, having a dog named Wendy. Fuck. Fuck. Want me to look up what they are? No. I think I have to now. And then I'm going to do this test. And then we're we got more calls. And then you have a cool beans. I mean, there's a lot. We got a lot of fun stuff. I know you have not heard any of it yet, people. But just you wait. Okay. Gottman Institute for Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Where does that act- where does it reference the four horsemen come from? Book of Revelations. Um, I haven't read that one. Okay. So here you go. Criticism. Mm-hmm. Contempt. Mm-hmm. Defensiveness. Mm-hmm. And stonewalling. Again with the breathing. I don't know if we. Don't I really understand snow, stonewalling, like just not not meeting the needs of the partner. Um. Or does yeah, it mean like? Let's see. Does it mean sending the police after? Uh, gay activists. No, it's that, we we're, we're not doing that in our no. relationship. <laughs> well, not yet. Uh, let's see. The fourth horseman is stonewalling, which is usually a response to contempt. Stonewalling occurs when the listener withdraws from the interaction, shuts oh. down, and simply stops responding to their partner rather than confronting the issues, blah, 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 blah. Um, we actually, Daniel and I, but just to fully get into it, Daniel and I both sometimes are tempted to shut down. I, maybe every human oh, is. Oh, it's normal. Yeah, That's I think so every normal. human is. And something we both work on in this relationship is fighting the urge to shut down. In fact, sometimes I, and I am telling this story to illustrate how enlightened I am and like what a great person I am. Mm -hmm. I will say, I really want to shut shut down right now and I'm like trying not to. Yeah. Like I just want to go crawl into bed and say goodnight. It helps to acknowledge it. It does. All right. Um, Should I take this thing now? Yeah, sorry, sorry to bum you out, Isaac. I'm I'm happy for you. <laughs> uh, I'm just, you know, we're in a state right now. We're in a state. You caught us on a bad day. Is that a song? Yeah. What is it? Uh, it's by the Rolling Stones. Oh, caught me on a bad day. 
Sing him, sing more of it. You caught me on a bad day over here, up in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have this is a Binax Now kit, which I purchased at CVS. And I have this little dropper, and I'm supposed to put six drops on this card. So here we go. One, two, three. Really requires some strength. It really does. Four, five, six. Okay. I almost want to put a seventh one for good measure, but all right. And now I'm going to take the swab. We've only ever done cheek swab tests. This but. is fun. This is like one of those like Japanese uh, like mini food kits that they sell where yeah. you, you mix like the little thing and then you put it in a mold and then, okay, sticking cute q- q- Three quarters. Oh nose. my God, it's real tickly. I mean, it's supposed to go, ah, three quarters of an uh, itch in my nose and then just swirl it around for five seconds. Oh my God, it feels really funky. This is oddly sexy. <laughs> oh. I got to do the other one now. My eye is fully watering. Oh, oh my God. Jesus Christ. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Such a a wuss. (laughs) You are such a wuss. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Now I got to stick this in here. Okay, and then spin it three times. One, two, three. Okay, let me double check. I look like I'm crying. My just, eyes are. Don't, you don't waste any time. Uh, because of the show, or because no, because of, of the test. I don't want it to get fouled up because you're jibber jabber. Um, simmer down, please. I just got to make sure I put it simmer. in the right place. Okay, so then I peel the adhesive. Okay, and then I stick this thing closed. Ooh, look at that. This thing is pretty fun. Everyone should take these fun as much is, as possible. Yeah. So, all right. So then I leave that flat. Can you time out 15 minutes? Yeah. And while we do this, I am going to dab at my eyes and my nose. Okay, 15 minutes on get the a, clock. Get all in that mic. It wasn't important. Okay. Can you do some talking while I blow my nose and wipe at my eyes? Sure. All right. So, sh- so this thing is so fun. It looks like a, a pregnancy test. What but if... But also like a lollipop. Yeah. It's like a pregnancy lollipop. Um, okay, I'm back. I suspect that I'm going to be negative. I really don't think I have I it. don't think that and we I'll, are outside of the, incub- the period where it's not viable. It's not... Or it's not like... No, in my mind, it's like... What if I had it from some from when I went and got coffee with my new friend yeah, Mary Lynn I mean, Rice Cub and didn't wear a mask inside that one day, even though that was a while ago? The my understanding is that the test tests for the antigens, and we won't be even if we are positive, our bodies won't create those for another few days. So it you're, pro, you're probably going to get a negative. With these, these tests te- can give a false a false sense of security. Yeah, that's the thing about these tests is like if you get a negative on the test, that doesn't mean you're negative. But if you get a positive, it's probably a positive. Let's. So that's like. Talk about something else. Okay. I. I'd love to talk about something else. Should we tell them? Do you hate me right now? No. Why would I hate you? I don't know. 
I'm just really bored with you. I don't <laughs> well, hate you. What's the difference? Oh, who's here? <laughs> Come in. Ah, perfect. Hi, honey. What's going Hi, on? Honey, love. Come, come say it into the microphone. Because <laughs> uh, you're okay. cute. Okay. Yes, tell me. I want to give me that again. All right, come over here. Maybe uh, we I'm should pause, pause it. it. Yeah. And we're back. How's the? How much time on the timer? Mm, ten minutes. Okay. Um, I feel like there's certain episodes that are just great episodes for everyone to listen to. And there's certain ones where you got to already be into the show to enjoy it. And I, I am worried that the, and I say enjoy loosely. I'm worried that this one is the latter. So if anyone new has trickled in, just know it's not usually like this. This is, uh, this is an unusual one. It's uniquely bad. <laughs> uniquely terrible episode you've stumbled onto <clears throat> i'm just kidding but if you like what you're hearing please leave us a nice comment five stars um daniel and i have officially named our patreon bonus episodes so if you normally enjoy the show i think you normally would enjoy our patreon bonus episodes and and uh, we're calling them the friend zone we might need some art we might need a song i don't know yet and then friends with benefits is what I'm calling my patrons because I am on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Weekly bonus episodes. Zoom parties. There's a level where you can text me uh, and I will text you back. And also when I do the show via remote, Thursday, you get to watch it. You get Thursday show videos. Now I was doing fewer remotes but i'm back to remotes for a little while now so back to the videos anyway um you know what uh is great at a time like this a super duper wonderful night's sleep oh yeah sleep is honestly my favorite thing sleep is my favorite thing and you know what allows me to have amazing sleep a purple mattress you Uh sleep cool and comfortable no matter what the world throws at you because only purple mattresses have the grid. It's a unique ventilated design that allows air to flow through to help you sleep cool. Even when it feels like a thousand degrees out, I don't know if it feels like a thousand degrees out or if it is a thousand degrees out, but it's hot as um, what's a really, really hot thing that I can say right now. It's hot as microwaved broccoli. With the steam in the bag kind, that doesn't cool off for days. Uh, it, um, the grid is amazingly supportive for your back and legs while cushioning your shoulders, neck, and hips. And unlike a memory foam, the grid bounces back as you move and shift. Uh, I, Elliot took it, but I have a little sample of the purple grid that I love to like squish and show people while I'm talking about it. Um, it's just really, really innovative and also, 
Uh, the Purple Mattress is risk-free with free shipping and returns and financing is available too. Purple is comfort reinvented. Right now, you'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. Go to purple.com slash bestfriend10 and use promo code bestfriend10. That's purple.com slash bestfriend10, promo code bestfriend10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Purple.com slash bestfriend10, promo code bestfriend10 terms apply okay let's listen to another voicemail and then i think it's time for some dcq no dcb hi allison and daniel it's maureen i was just calling i saw that you posted on instagram to just do a check-in i am like having an issue right now with what's going on with the whole delta variant and everything i just was in New York. I live out of state. I was in New York for the past two weeks with family who I haven't seen for a very long time for my youngest sister's wedding. She just did a backyard wedding in my parents' backyard just, you know, to be safe, and it was limited and everything like that. But it was just honestly so great to see everybody, and now I'm getting stressed out what this school year is going to be for my kids, what's going to like for me. So I'm just a little bit stressed, but hanging in there is just hard coming off of such a great week where things are starting to feel normal to go back to possibly this anyway it's maureen again bye we cannot relate (laughs) sorry sorry maureen chill out maureen don't get your panties in a twist um yes i love the mention of the name at the beginning and the end it's just best thank you maureen yeah i i hear you um you know for a second, I was thinking like having gone back to living our lives normally and now maybe having to go backwards, like that's the worst thing ever. And then I was thinking, it's really not though. I mean, it's not great, but I, my spirits are definitely better well, it's gonna now be hard for people than if we, in the thick of it. If we said to people right now, we have to go back into a full quarantine, that's different. And yeah. I think people would, would really have a hard time. There'd be a lot of like uh, panicky uh folks out there uh or no not panicky what's the what's the thing where you just have like a a breakdown psychotic no but it would be very hard for people uh it looks like though i know pfizer is trying to get the biden administration to approve a third boost or a second booster i guess it would be the third shot right um and it looks more and more like probably this winter there would be a third shot and that the way because we uh completely fucked the pooch from the very beginning on handling covid that it's the horse is never going to be back in the barn oh my god that's so many metaphors uh we fucked the horse and now the horse gave birth to a horse that's out of the barn and um, you know, the old saying, um, and that we're pretty much just going to have to get boosters every year. Okay. So I had to look up screw the pooch because I just wanted to know where it came from. 1950s from earlier. Fuck the dog. Oh, <laughs> parentheses fritter waste time. 1935 compare fuck around. We've so because we fucked the dog. <laughs> Um, it was, but this is, I mean, this is from Wiktionary, so I don't know, but um, popularized by by use by Tom Wolfe in The Right Stuff and the film adaptation, The Right Stuff. Okay. But anyway, to finish what I was saying, um, 
by next year, uh, so you go, well, we're going to have to go back and coordinate. By next year, uh, it's believed that like our health community, everybody will have their hands around this such that we will be uh, getting boosters every year and that it'll just be something we live with. And just, so, it, but but again, we are not epidemiologists. We don't know anything. This is coming from your mom's friend who is an ICU nurse. Who's well, also, that seems like accurate info. No, but I just want to make it clear that like, no, but also that uh, that uh, guy who's the um, epidemiologist who's uh, was the one talking about the Israel. Oh yeah, Eric Fagelding. Fagelding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fagledang. Fagledang, dang Fagel. Yeah, dang Fagledang uh, was uh, saying that this, it looks like this is what, what it's going to be. So, all right. Let's. Get... Well, just, I'm just saying we're all going to have to just find a way for this to work for us. DCB, Daniel's Cool Beans. Before we get it into Daniel's Cool Beans, okay. let me just say up front, the, the situation I'm in is a yeah. human. Oh, a I human and an equestrian? Uh, so I was told to do, start doing these by a certain tyrant. <laughs> and uh, Who? ball and chain. Who? And... Uh, who got so excited about it that she commissioned a theme song. And as everybody knows, once you have a theme song, you're going that you're going to do the thing forever. You're never going to not be able to do the thing. I don't like your tone. Um, so now, uh, I had to cook up, a cool beans. I'm just giving my look. I'm not sure how this is going to play. I have I have no idea. You're just trying to do a disclaimer. I get it. It's a disclaimer. Listen, I had some red lentils this week, so I was going to take over if I had to, because they like the they turned into doll, and I don't even know what doll is. I had to look it up. It was just a big old mush, and I, I was don't like, think anybody wants to hear your cool beans uh, reviews, <laughs> honey. I know, but they they started as discrete separate beans, and then they turned oh, into God's just sake. a big paste. That's fascinating. Explain to the audience how you're qualified to uh, explain uh, your thoughts on beans. I'm your wife. Okay. Sorry. All right. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Let's move along. Cool beans. And now it's time for Daniel's Cool Beans. Black beans, kidney beans, pinto beans, and lima beans. Red beans, long beans, navy beans, and fava beans. All right, I want to first address a controversy. Dean and Jean from the International Bean Society, or IBS, have recently dug up a very old tweet of mine wherein I compared lima beans to the Holocaust. Obviously, this was a joke, but as there's a no-tolerance policy for Holocaust comparison in the IBS community, I've been kicked out. Oh, oh the oh. timer. Timer. Well, so now you read it between 15 minutes and 30 minutes, but um, I'm negative. It's a shock. 
What this means to you, dear listener, is that I am no longer a certified beans critic, and therefore my beans thoughts, if given, may come to you as a startling wind that quickly dissipates as they will not have the heft and potency that would come with IBS. <laughs> therefore, I am going to pivot and focus my efforts on beans outreach and awareness, and I'll be doing this with my new feature, Beans in the News. <laughs> It's beans, beans in the news. Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Brings you bean news from Daniel. Breaking news: Wind beans. All right, here we go. Okay. Popular bean feed founder passes away. Sonora, California, a beloved figure in the Tulumne County community has died at the age of 94 for 30 years galen mutt mutzner <laughs> put on the annual mutz beans feed is his name galen mutt mutzber or just galen mutzner M- honey but just galen mutzner mutt is in quotes oh mutt is his nickname they and call him snur mutt. is his him last him. name <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Mutt. Mutt. Mutzner. His last name is Mutzner. Oh. They call him Mutt. <laughs> Calls so him it Mutt. was Galen, quote, Mutt, unquote, Mutzner. Do I need to pronounce the the quotes? No. No, I was just... I thought pre- I was doing the inflection. I was this... I'm off my game. <laughs> Galen Mutzner <laughs> put on the annual Mutz bean feed in downtown Sonora each December. In an interview in 2017, he said he thought it would be a fun idea to set up a pot on a sidewalk on a Friday and offer beans to anyone who stopped by. People loved it. Uh, And he continued for 30 years. Mutzner noted in an interview, (laughs) people say that this is the biggest social event in Tulumne County and they love to come. Where is Tulumne County? No idea. Uh, North. Neighboring counties refer to the days afterward as the annual stinkening. Oh, I like that. And refer to the county as Pulumni. <laughs> All right. Our condolences to the Mutzner family. In other news, Roger Daltrey, the front man for the Who, an, uh, told someone (laughs) that he contracted pneumonia during the photo shoot for one of their albums their album the who sell out after sitting in a big can of baked beans all day oh wow he replied he recalled we'd just come back from hawaii on the Herman's Hermits tours, we'd only been home for five days. I drew the short straw of getting to sit in the baked beans. Unfortunately for me, the beans had been put in cold storage. They were freezing cold. And after sitting in them for an hour, my teeth were chattering. <gasps> he sat in cool beans. Exactly. So they put an electric fire on my back. By the end, I was literally cooking. I did get very sick from that. Many in the community are pointing out that it was the cold that caused the pneumonia and it is a very safe and it is very safe at responsible temperatures to plunge yourself in a giant vat of baked beans what community 
The bean the community? The beans community. In other news. Oh, my God. Wow. The world is one step closer to having a bean emoji. How often have you sent a text and reached for an emoji that expressed your passion for beans? <laughs> Activists have finally convinced the Emoji Governing Council of the importance of beans representation and will likely be adding it to the next emoji batch along with an emoji of a pregnant man that is there to piss off Republicans. That's it for Beans News. You need a sign off. And that's the beans. I'm (laughs) out of here. That was very good. Daniel, some podcasts, some history podcasts have gotten busted for not sharing their sources. Okay. So the first story was from... uh, About Mutzner? It was from mymotherload.com, a local paper of some sort. In From Poo-Plumney. Poo-Plumney. The second story was from... BlueMountainEagle.com. <laughs> and the third story is from TheTakeout.com. Thank you. Actually, the last one I wrote. So that was really headline. good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. When I do news, when I did news back on that show, mm-hmm. and then also on Childish, we do news. I don't always share where it's from. Um, sometimes I do. I would it just like depends. to say I, uh, I did I take some liberty with the. Oh, you did? Some of those. I, oh, so you made it up. Uh, so there's not a bean community. It's up to you to decide what's true and what's not true. I, well, at first I thought you were just reading from the story, and then I realized, oh, no, this is you. There's a little bit of yeah. editing on my part. Um, Daniel, that was delightful. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to another voicemail. Uh, I did say that they could send in a joke if they wanted. Ooh. Hey, fellas and ladies, um, got a joke for you. As far as I know, it's the only one I ever came up with. Uh, anyway, what does HPV and a dark sense of humor have in common? If it weren't for me, my wife wouldn't have it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's funny. That's funny. Thank you. We didn't get your name, but that's okay. Allison. My new best friend, hey, look, I'm down here in Lafayette, Louisiana, and it is hot as balls. Balls. As I'm sure it is in your area. How many shirts do you go through a day? How many panties do you go through a day? Hell, I even bought these uh, underarm liners. They're like uh, pads that you wear under your armpits. Kind of disgusting, kind of gross. Uh, how are you beating the heat? What's up, Daniel? Peace. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Louisiana has got to be one of the most sticky, st- yeah, humid. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's thankfully it did get a little humid last week, but generally it's not that humid out here. It's one of the nice things about SoCal. I beat the heat by never going in it. Uh, I live my life indoors. Occasionally, I have to run from the house to the studio, uh, with the exception of now having to go to this class with Owen that is outside. Get this, everyone. I have started wearing a tank top, 
and I'm someone who doesn't wear tank tops, but it is so hot that I have been forced out of my comfort zone. <clears throat> it's just one of the many casualties that climate change has thrust upon us. I, I have actually to feel wear like tank it tops. hasn't been abnormally hot here. Uh, it is. It just so is abnormally hot here. It's too know. hot. Burbank is hot. Burbank hot, has hot, been hotter. Hot. Like global temperatures are higher than they've ever been. But right here, right now, Jesus Jones, they have been actually, I feel like pretty mm, average. You are such a bummer that you can't even let me have this well, bummer. I mean, that, uh, the reason I'm saying that is because you're, uh, you're, we- you're a weakling. Oh, I when am. It comes yeah. to heat. Oh my god! I mean, I think we shared that when our AC mm. went out when I was pre- for when I was pregnant with Elliot. Initially, I was pregnant with twins, um, <clears throat> and then one of them decided it didn't want to join this world. But anyway, our AC went out in a heat wave, and I was, un- I'm sure, unbearable to be around. Like I freak, I had a bigger freak out that I'm having over this potential COVID exposure. Mm-hmm. That was brutal. Me or the heat? You. Because <laughs> I had to go to get like portable air conditioning units and they were sold out everywhere. <laughs> I didn't and know they were sold out everywhere. Yeah, I finally found some. And those things are such a pain in the ass because you got to like vent, you got to s- attach the vent to the window and it's like they barely cool the room and, ugh, and they're so fucking heavy. Yeah. And, and oh my God, I had to haul them up and down the stairs. Air conditioner repair people had like three week waits we called so many of them and they had to get a special part it was just a true nightmare yeah although now i've seen enough of those like uh hacks where you can get some tubes some copper tubes and a fan and a cooler and put a bunch of ice and water in the cooler and then put the tubes in there and then and then basically run a pump and pump the ice water through the tube that's really? coiled around the front of the fan. And then the fan, it basically becomes an air conditioner. <clears throat> that's really cool. You know what else is really cool? What? BetterHelp Online Therapy. Alice from Roses, your new best friend, is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. As we begin to see the light at the end of the COVID tunnel, a lot of people are still feeling down and emotionally out of sorts. I think this episode is a testament to the fact that I certainly am. You may not feel depressed or at a total loss, or maybe you do, but if you're feeling a little bit off or your relationships are suffering, that could be a sign you should talk to somebody. Online therapy can help. I think you guys know I am a huge, huge fan of therapy. Uh, it has helped me immensely. I recommend it to everyone. I really do think everyone could benefit from it, um, even if it's just a you know a short amount of sessions. I think that everyone could benefit from knowing themselves a little bit better, um, you know, if you're open to it. Uh, so BetterHelp is really great. Um, you can you fill out a questionnaire to help them better assess your needs and match you with a professional licensed therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. Um, it is more convenient and more th- affordable, excuse me, more convenient and more affordable than in-person therapy and financial aid is available. If you don't feel like your first therapist is a good match, um, it's easy and free to change therapists as needed. I have two friends who are doing BetterHelp therapy because um, these past many months, it's been, you know, therapists have these huge wait lists uh, because so many people are, are needing help. And 
but BetterHelp, like I said, you can get, you know, you can start talking to someone in 48 hours, under 48 hours. So I have two friends who are doing it and they have, uh, they love it. They've been helped immensely. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash best friend. That's betterhelp, betterhelp.com slash best friend. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash best friend. Okay. Should we listen to another message? I think Let's we do should. It. Hi, Allison and Daniel. This is Julia calling from Maryland. Um, I just saw your post on Twitter about letting us know, letting you know how we're doing. Um, I am currently pregnant, six weeks pregnant, so I'm excited. Um, we're planning on it. However, um, this is a pregnancy after a miscarriage earlier this year, so we're very cautiously optimistic. Um so excited, but, you know, waiting for confirmation from the doctor to get really excited. But I have a question for you. I This morning sickness is kicking my ass. I don't know how women do this. This is insane. Um, do you have any suggestions for getting through morning sickness and also maintaining a life for the next nine months? I don't know how to go about the day without collapsing in front of the toilet. Um, any advice would be wonderful. Love your show. Been listening for forever. Uh, again, this is Julia from Maryland. Thanks so much. Bye. Julia, congratulations. Yeah. That is wonderful. I completely understand wanting to like be guarded with your excitement um, after a loss. And I'm so sorry to hear about your miscarriage. Um, that's got to be a real mind fuck for lack of a better word to have a miscarriage and then to get pregnant and to feel like you know almost like dread am i even gonna yeah like am i even gonna trust that this baby is real until i see the baby um so i totally get it uh and of course as as it goes on and as your numbers increase and things like that i think you'll feel more confident but um yeah that morning sickness um you know it's, you're the second person i've talked to today who is experiencing morning sickness around this zone because again you guys my patreon people that i text there's a secret pregnancy in there um but i remember i think it's like six seven weeks that it starts right because i remember we were on our way to a doctor's appointment and I used a restroom in the hall on the way there. And I was in the hall, in the bathroom and I'm like, someone is eating a cinnamon roll in this building and it's making me sick. Like suddenly my sense of smell got really sharp. Um, and that lasted for a while. Uh, there, uh, so something I'm sure you know this, but some things that help would be like, never let your always, have a little something in your stomach. A lot of people I know um, would like keep crackers in their nightstand and have one before you get up. Um, I know Christina P. Those I think they're called preggy pops. Those helped her quite a bit. Um, and it's just candy that is like has a, a sour taste. So some kind of sour candy or something that you can suck on can be distracting. What helped me a ton is a medication called Diclegis. It's prescription. I would um, see if your OB can prescribe it. It's just the it's vitamin B 
and the medication that's in Unisom, which is over the counter. So if you Google it, like you can cobble it together over the counter too. Diclegis just happens to be prescription, but it did help me quite a bit. Um, and I think ginger, I know Mary Catherine Ham is helped by ginger. I think she has really bad, um, really bad morning sickness in terms of having a life for the next nine months. I would say don't put pressure on yourself to do that. Just get through each stage you're in. For some people, morning sickness lasts the whole pregnancy. Those that's rare. I hope that's not you. Um, it, uh, but, but one thing I will say is that, and I don't even know if this is true, but it might be morning sickness can be a sign of like a good, healthy, strong pregnancy because the hormones are rising in the right way to make you feel sick. So, so there's that. Um, but completely lost my train of thought. Daniel, what was I going to say? I don't know. I fell asleep. Mm, another happy listener. Um, I know it was something. It was something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Having, yeah. So uh, it might go away around uh, like between 12 and 14 weeks, if I'm remembering the weeks correctly. So I say the first trimester is the most nauseating. So, you know, and also if you don't already have another child, which it sounds like you don't, take this opportunity to sit on the couch, lie on the couch if you need to, fuck around on your phone, watch TV, uh, because your life is going to change. Yeah. So just be comfortable. It's like morning sickness to me felt like the world's worst hangover and also a flu. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just in the morning. So, yeah. Uh, and then in your second trimester, when you're feeling better, get back to your life. Danielle, anything? No, I mean, you're you're the expert. I really am. Mm-hmm. You're in good hands, Julia. Congratulations again. Here's a short little message. Let's see what this is. Hi, Allison. This is Lynn Moynihan uh, from the famous Bastille Day jailbreak song from, I think, like five weeks ago. Um, it is going okay. I've been in therapy again for probably five weeks, but I think my therapist is an anti-vaxxer and I don't really like it. Um, so I've got anxiety about trying to break up with her, but I guess we'll see. Um, thanks. I hope you guys are great. This is Lynn Williams. Bye. Remember the song that uh, Wendy and Dave made up, the first Patreon song they did? So good. And it was about it, it the the action turned on Lynn Moynihan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. One last Bastille Day. That would be hard if you have such a like fundamental value uh difference with your therapist. I have broken mm. up I broke up with one therapist and I was nervous about it because they really hold the cards. And I felt like she'd be like, oh, this is just so you. And th- right. She didn't talk like this, but I felt like it was going to be like, this is so you. You're doing this because X, Y, blah, 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 blah. And then I'd have to just be like, okay, but I'm still leaving. Um, but I told her on email that <laughs> I fired her on email. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that was how we... Yeah, you know, how we set up appointments and things. Um, I thanked her for everything. Um, and I said, but I felt like it might not be the right fit. Um, or maybe I said it a little more strongly than that, but I felt like it wasn't the right fit. I started by thanking her for all of her help, but I feel like it's not the right fit, you know, but thank you so much. And, and if, if I change my mind, I'll let you know. And she was super gracious. Uh, 
even though as a therapist, I hadn't felt she was, but she was super gracious and she wrote back and she said, um, that she, she understands, but she's happy to discuss if I would like to discuss. Uh, and I did not want to, but anyway, so I think hopefully it'll go more smoothly than you think. It's hard because it's, uh, you're, it's like, he feels like you're breaking up with somebody. Yeah. But you're paying them and you deserve to have somebody that, you know, yeah, represent your values or just, just is it the right fit? I mean, it doesn't even have to be something concrete. Mm-hmm. It's like I, it's a vibe. you know, well, I did have something concrete, but like I broke up, well, I broke up. I mean, I went to one session with a therapist and was immediately like, this isn't, this guy is not the therapist for me. And, um, and then I was like, Oh, how do I tell him whatever? And, you know, and then he was f- totally fine with it. And I, did you hindsight, tell him? Well, see, that's the thing. I was just like, ah, you can't really do therapy right now. You know, I just it's <laughs> to feel sorry. But, you know, maybe in the future. But, you know, thank you for your time, whatever. And you, you can, and now in, in hindsight, I was like, I could have just, not only yeah. could I have been direct, but I could have ended it halfway through the session. Mm-hmm. I knew halfway through the session, like, oh, this is a waste of time. This guy, this is, I'm just, I'm trying to be as diplomatic here as possible. It's like. You don't not, have to be diplomatic. You're not saying his name. Yeah, this feels weird. Like, okay. but, but it's like not, not for me, not what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you're just sitting there, uh, being polite, right? And it's like they're this is their job, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, you just be. You know what? This isn't. Thank you for your time, but. Not a good fit. You could say what this guy that I dated in New York said. I just don't see this one going the distance. Yeah. I'm joking. Don't say that. <laughs> but the thing is, you could say whatever you want. It doesn't yeah, matter. They doesn't deal matter. with it all the time. Yes. Yes. All right, Lynn Moynihan. We've fixed you. We've solved your problem. You're welcome, Lynn. Um, I'm still negative. Just negative getting negativer. I mean, I'm talking about both my attitude and my test. So uh, there you go. Um, Listen, you guys, thank you so much for listening. And I'm sorry that this was not, you know. I aim to put out the world's best podcast every week. And I would say 99.999 times percent of the time. I exceed my own expectations. It's a, it's a pretty good podcast if I do say so myself. And well, at uh, least someone's saying it. Hey, man, if you can't say it, how can you expect someone else to say it? Yep. So um, this one was weird and possibly a bummer, but it had been news, and we've never done that before. So, and it also had my son. Yeah. So you're welcome. So you're welcome. I'd like to remind you. There's so many things I could remind them of. You know what I want to remind you of? I have a book out. And I recently was uh, was looking at it. And I was like, you know, this is, is pretty good. It's, pretty, it's better than I remember. You should write a novel. I know. A, a novel? Book. Or a book. Oh, sorry. A book. Another book. Well, yeah, but a book that's not 
co- a collection of yeah, of I know shorts. I mean, they're very good. It's like reading a, a you know Dave Barry's. I used to love those Dave Barry books. You know, yeah. uh, but no, I know I should yeah write something long form, like but, a memoir, but funny, in your voice, in your funny voice, as opposed to what my your bummer voice. <laughs> Don't do it in. Like have when you you're read, writing, have you read my writing before? That's in bummer voice. I live it, and I'm saying that's like, in don't bummer vetica. When you're writing your book, don't get yourself into your normal bummer persona. Get yourself into funny Allison persona. I actually had read that. I had that realization because I think that sometimes when I sit down, I'm like, I'm going to write literature, and. I realized no one is going to like no one sits down to no one wants to feel yicky when they read like you be the person that someone is like, I want to spend 300 pages with that person. We don't put we don't make comedy or being funny something like we don't treat it with seriousness in this culture. Mm-mm. So you think like, oh, I'm going to be like writing real literature or something like I, I'm going to be serious. And it's like. No, you. If you're creating something, it's got to be full of. You d- be done with a joyful spirit, and for me, I can say, I, I get more into that joyful spirit if I'm being silly or funny. You know, at times it doesn't have to all be trite or light or anything like that. But I have more fun with it, and if I'm having more fun with it, then I think it's going to be generally better. Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but but it's just as serious. I don't serious. agree with you. But I disagree with you. Let me just like tell you the story of a of a of a man named Stanley, and Stanley wanted to be his name was Stanley Lieber. Stanley Mutzner. Stan Stanley Mutzner. <laughs> so his name was Stanley Mutzner. Burr, <laughs> and uh, he ah. wanted to be a serious writer and write the great American novel, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, he he found himself in a job where he was editing comic books, and so he created a pseudonym, which was Stan Lee. And he wrote a bunch of stuff that was silly and stupid, and uh, you know, with the help mostly of his artists who didn't get enough credit. But uh, he always he he didn't think that it was serious work that he should be proud of. I mean. He he had an ego, but it wasn't uh, his life's work. He was always going to write a novel. And that was going to be the thing. Well, Stan Lee created the fucking Marvel Universe along with some artists that, you know, he didn't do it on his own. But, like, his life's work that he didn't take seriously that was, like, trite for kids is basically our entire culture right now. Maybe my life's work is this podcast. I mean, think of it. Our know, whole fucking cool. culture is goddamn Marvel, and this guy never, like, thought that it was worth that's like seriously. you and beans beans is my life work one day i'll be <laughs> synonymous with beans there'll be a giant statue of me looking down at my bean children promising a new bean friendly world yeah and some boring podcaster will be going, he didn't think it was all that serious when he was doing it. Right. Did you know that? Yeah, and now Beans is our culture. We got the Beans, beans is our culture. The Beans Cinematic Universe. Yeah, we got the Bean Land opening the, up. The incredible Pinto, I don't know. Coaster. 
(laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, buy my book, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me. And also, uh, oh, a new way that I say also that people can climb up my ass about. Jesus Christ. Tony, take that out. Tony, leave it in. Tony, who do you answer to? I tried, folks. <laughs> Tony, take, everything before this point, take it out. Tony, ignore him. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Would you like to... See, I bet you're wondering, how does she do the podcast? What equipment does she how use? How does she how do it? How does she do it? Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she uses Sure microphones. Uh, you, the modern woman can't have it all. She can't. Anyway, um, I'm an Amazon influencer and I have all these uh, lists set up. I have a storefront and you can shop my podcast gear, my makeup, home stuff that I use, stuff for Daniel, stuff for the kids, etc. It's just a bunch of stuff that I use and recommend. Uh, Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. Amazon.com slash shop slash Allison Rosen. You guys, we got through it. Please follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, you can email us, A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com and send in your Just Me or Everyone's. Tweet them to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F on Twitter. Uh, DQ, what about you? Well, for the discerning Twitter connoisseur, uh, you can subscribe to a little uh, Twitter channel called at Daniel Quants and be delighted with what you discover how it broadens your mind, how it deepens your thoughts, and it will also tickle your funny bone oh from time to time. So follow me there. You can follow me <laughs> at Instagram at Daniel Quants on Instagram. Um, and just generally, you can uh, close your eyes and put love into the universe and it will it will find its way to me so that's the other way you can reach out to me wow that's cool i worked something out so much breathing i'm uh so much breathing into the mic i am a a universe partner oh are you a universe influencer so universe influencer so if you want to support <laughs> DQ, just uh, think about DQ, <laughs> and I will. I get a piece of that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, who knew? Okay, you guys, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Rosen is your new best friend.